Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Okay. Father God, we thank you for another opportunity. Thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to study your word. We ask that you be with us on tonight. Bless the teacher, bless the uh, students, bless all of us, bless the Trinity and Marie family. Father God, we thank you for life, health, and strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Deacon Wade, we with you. All right. Good evening. Uh, Love prevails over all. In this this lesson, Joseph had just dealt with his brothers and and actually uh, hadn't revealed to them who he was up until this point. But he had asked them to bring their baby brother and he planted a a cup in in his satchel and Judah has just pleaded for him to not to uh, harm his baby brother because of their father was sick. And they went through all these things. And, and But but more important about this lesson is, is that there are in every family some uh, family problems and family issues and, and crisis. And we know this family has been through this where jealousy and uh, envy had, had got Joseph uh, sold into, uh, well, first got him thrown in a pit and then sold into uh, a caravan that took him down to Egypt and he got in trouble and then uh, was thrown in in, uh, in the jail and finally got out and, and uh, interpreted some dreams and, and now he reached this point. And and after going through all those things, uh, we find that he still, uh, because he's so faithful to God and he's he's so willing to uh, uh, not get caught up in all of it. Uh, this lesson uh, gives us the key to overcoming family issues. That that it doesn't have to. Though we go through all these kind of problems sometimes, hopefully not as bad as Joseph had been through, but though you go through some of them, it doesn't have to uh, define who you are. Because through all of this, Joseph keeps his faith. Uh, and he realizes, he, he tells his brother that you meant it for my evil, but God turned into good. So through all of this, God has prevailed and and, uh, and shown him that that. Life is bigger than the problem that he's going through. But to overcome these uh, resulting family issues, uh, this lesson goes through a, a, a kind of an outline that shows us what we have to do. And one of the first things we have to do is, is initiate an act of recovery. In other words, somebody has got to uh, try to do something uh, to get things back on the right uh a right line, and so we we find in this first verse that uh, 
Then Joseph could not refrain himself before the, all them that stood by him, and he cried, Cause every man to go out from me, and there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known to his brethren. So the first thing he has to do is he has to initiate something to be done. And to do that, one of the first things he does is clear the room. And if you're not family, in other words, get out. Ain't nobody going to be in the room but family, just me and my brothers. And it teaches us that uh, we ain't got to put everybody in our family business. Uh, I know nowadays with Facebook and uh, what is, all this other stuff that's, that's out there that we we put everything on, on, on in our phone out there for the whole world to see. But Joseph is letting us know that deal with the people involved in the in the conflict, and that's him and his brothers, not the rest of Egypt, uh, not not Pharaoh. Can you imagine what Pharaoh would have did had, had he known some of this stuff that had happened? He probably would have tried to resolve it himself. And might end up killing Joseph's brothers because uh, Joseph was his, excuse me, his uh, top man. But Joseph doesn't even put him in it. He just, he just lets them know that uh rest of y'all get out. I'm going to discuss this with, with just the people that's involved in it. And that's, and he hadn't told him yet, but that's just me and my brothers. And and so many times in life we have these problems and we try to tell everybody. We we got to go talk to our girl, our boys, and, and uh, people that don't have a, a clue. We talk to people about marriage problems that don't even have a marriage. We talk to people about everything except uh, who we ought to be talking to, and that's the persons involved. So... So many times we're talking to the wrong people. But Joseph lets us know that I'm only going to be dealing with the people involved in this, and that's me and my brothers. So he clears the room of everybody in, 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 the, uh, in the room except him and his brothers. And verse 2 says, And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians in the house of Egypt heard. And, and what he's doing in that is that... Uh, He's showing the genuine of his heart. In other words, he's letting them know that uh, uh, he let everything come out. Uh, he generally expect, uh, expressed his love that he had for 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 his other one. In other words, uh, when Jesus came to the tomb of Lazarus, the scripture said Jesus wept. In other words, he's he's revealing his his heart. He's exposing himself. He's letting his brothers know that he's vulnerable, that he care about them. Uh, and hopefully uh, they understand uh, we can't resolve issues if we're not being real. So Joseph is is, is opening up himself to be real with his brothers uh, by showing how much he he care about them. And so he wept so loud until the, the house of Pharaoh heard it. In other words, people outside heard something going on. They weren't involved in it, but they they heard something going on. So I guess next verse two would be saying he's opening himself up. He's he's, he's exposing how, how his heart really is. He's showing compassion for his brothers. And then verse three says, And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. 
lest my father yet live. And his brothers could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. So in verse 3, Joseph is, is, is honestly and sincerely and lovingly uh, talking to his brothers. Uh, you got to be honest when you when you when you're talking about things. You got to be sincere and loving, uh, and uh, he was doing that as he spoke to his brothers. Uh, he let them recognize who he really is. Uh, uh, you gotta you gotta know who you are and, and what you're trying to do. So he he's he's speaking to his brother, letting him know that I am your brother, and, uh, and then he's brings it uh, even closer by saying, how's your father? And, and, and is, he, is he still alive? Uh, this brother demonstrated his honesty and love for the family. So he's opening himself up to all uh, what's going on. And, and, and as, as a person in his high position, he didn't have to do this. But he's put his position aside and, and letting them see his heart. Uh, as, as second in command in Pharaoh, he and Egypt, he ain't got to do none of these things. But he's not letting his position uh, run this meeting. He's letting his heart run this meeting. So he's showing you that his love that he has for them. So he puts all that power that he has aside and and lets uh, his heart run things. And then if you if you're gonna uh, resolve some issues. Sometimes you have to extend an offer of peace. So in verse 4, and Joseph said to his brethren, Come nearer to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother. Again, he identifies who he is, whom you sold into Egypt. In other words, now the only way you would know that is if I was really Joseph. Nobody else knows this. so what Joseph is doing is he he's extending to his brothers a hand of peace. Uh, uh, he's letting them know that uh, uh, I am the one that only I would only he would know that he that they, they sold him in in, in in Egypt. So he's bringing that out, and then he says something very good. He says, "Come nearer to me." In other words, uh, the king of uh, Egypt. Uh, would not be asking no Hebrew people to come near to him. But he's saying, come near to me. In other words, come look at me. Uh, understand who I am. Look and see and don't I resemble you guys. Uh, I'm your brother whom you sold in, 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 in uh, slavery. Uh, uh, take a close look at me. Discover who I am. Uh, I'm genuinely trying to open up to you guys. Uh, so he's He's letting his, uh, not holding a hostility toward them, but he's opening up his heart to them. And so in verse 5, he shows a, uh, another part of himself in that he refrains from blaming others for, for the conflicts. So he says, Now therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourself that you sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. In other words, I'm not even blaming you for none of the things that happened. Uh, uh, I can understand that God uh, has sent me before you. He's not. I'm not blaming you guys. And it gives them uh, uh, some ground to find peace with itself. 
uh, Joseph has put himself on a higher understanding than than than, than just being worried about who's to blame for this thing. You can't resolve issues so many times when you're trying to uh, blame one person or the other. In other words, he not. I'm not concerned who caused this problem. Uh, what we want to do is try to uh, uh, eliminate this problem. So we're not going to dwell on who fault it was that 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 you did the bidding. Because he could have got into that about what they had done to him, but he don't even want to talk about that. Uh, never even think about 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 about. Uh, who did the bid? And in other words, God is bigger than all of us. Uh, and so He said, "Don't be angry with that. God did sent me before you. God wanted to determine that. He just used you. And and, and understand that the bidding that you did, you did it. But God turned it, as a, uh, the Scripture said, you meant it for evil. But God turned it into good. God just used you to send me down to Egypt." <laughs> so I could be in this position that I am now. So don't even worry about that. God was bigger than all of us. Uh, he had his hand in that. So he's taking the blame off of him and, 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 put, and basically putting it on God, but because God has a plan and he has to do the will of God. So verse 6, he, he, <laughs> he does a... a he makes an accurate and honest assessment of what uh, they will face together in the future. So if you're going to resolve some issues, you got to be honest about it. So he says, uh, for these two years has the phantom been in the land, and yet there are five years in which there shall neither be ear nor harvest. In other words, look at this thing we're dealing with. In other words, we got some problem to deal with in this family. And sometimes uh, family problems can bring you closer than than, than ever before. Or if you know most families, when somebody dies, it gives them the chance. And I hate for to think of it in just that term, but sometimes it takes somebody dying for a family to come together. Uh, it takes a family issue to, to to draw them together. So he's saying we got to deal with this phantom uh, as a family, and so. What we're gonna to have to do is we only got we only two years into this family. We still got five more years to to, to deal with it. So Joseph painted, uh, painted a an honest picture, and an accurate picture of what him and his brother and him gonna to have to face together. Not only them, but but the, the, all the people gonna to have to uh, uh, face, and that they need to come together and support each other in these kind of times. And, and sometimes it takes some problems. For a family to come together and and work out some of the problems, uh, some of those problems that they've been dealing with don't seem so big now, because you're dealing with the problem of trying to stay alive in this family. Uh, uh, they're gonna have to reach out and touch each other and help each other. So verse uh, seven uh, deals with uh, a little bit more about what God had in mind. And he says, God sent me before you to preserve your prosperity in earth and to save your life for a greater deliverance. In other words, it was bigger than both of us. Uh, uh, it, it shows us just, just how big God is. And when we think about it, uh, Joseph is kind of like a, 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 when, when, when I talk about the 
Old Testament and how Jesus is, is images in the Old Testament. Joseph is one of the biggest images of Jesus in the Old Testament because uh, he he goes and, and he sacrifices for for the good of his family. And not only does he go through some of the same thing that Jesus went through, he's falsely accused, he's thrown in the jail, uh, but but he uh, rises to a higher position than that Jesus is sitting on the right hand of his father. So he went through what he's telling them is, I went through some changes. In other words, uh, God turned and refi- had to refine me. It's, uh, in other words, like silver and gold, they have to uh, heat it up and take out the impurities. So God had to work uh, the impurities out of me. So uh, to be like Christ, you have to suffer like Christ sometimes. Yeah, it allows you to love like Christ and be victorious like Christ. So Joseph uh, is better off by what he's been through. So he's uh, he's revealing to them that uh, God sent me before you to preserve not only you, but but a lot of other lives and to live a a healthy economy to to not only Egypt, but the rest of the world, because all the world was coming down to Egypt to buy grain, and God had sent him to do this. And and, then actually he's going through him. And Jesus is the only one that can... uh, preserve our life in other words uh, he's like christ in that he delivered them from from uh salvation and christ uh delivered gonna deliver us from sin so he's 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 saying that god had sent me to do this don't worry about it uh it's bigger than all of us and then in verse eight uh uh, to obey God's will by lining up with the plans and purpose for us. So he says, so now it is not yet you that sent me hither, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and a lord to all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. So Joseph is making it clear to his brother that he, he is fulfilling God's will. God has was in all of this. And so uh, the conflict that they've been through, just look at it as God doing what he needed to do in their lives. And don't even worry about it no more. Uh, because he got a plan for uh, them to to make a better life for not only them, but the whole world. Comments come from anybody on this section before we go any further. Uh but uh, Egan, but teacher, could you say that Joseph is making a peace offering? Because first of all, he showed, he come to him and, and describe and, and identify himself. And first of all, God has sent him. And then on the other half, uh, he's coming with love in his heart. Even though he showed what uh, I think it's Matthew said, if you have an offer against your brother, go to him. But he don't have an offer, but they had an offer against him. But he, to me, he's doing a peace offering. Mhm. Yes, he is. He's initiating all of this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and it just shows the great love that he has. It, it shows who he is, and it shows uh, uh, God working through him. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. God didn't do nothing wrong. Uh, the man sinned. That whoever believed in him wouldn't perish but have everlasting life. So 
uh, he's initiating just like God initiating sending his son that we might have a right to the tree of life. So uh, Joseph is initiating this between him and his brothers. Any other comments on this? Sir? And I want to say just one thing. Good evening, everybody. Brother teacher, and another way of looking at it, a time of healing, you know, looking at, you know, this um, so many years of famine, looking at it, this drought period, a time of healing, and then, you know, the time of restoration, these brothers coming back together, that that um, hatred that they had for their brother is healed, if you look at it like that, too. Well, you can see it in that what they did to Joseph in, in, the, in the chapter leading up to this chapter, chapter uh, 44. Uh, Joseph plays that trick on them with Benjamin and putting that cup in Benjamin's sight. And Judah pleads for Benjamin's life. Uh, and so in all these years, this, people change. And these brothers have changed. They're not near the cutthroat uh, dudes that Joseph dealt with years ago. They have actually uh, matured and become better men. And, and they're pleading not only for, for Benjamin, but for their father. Because they tell Joseph that if we go back, Without Benjamin, because he tells them at first that they're going to have to go back without Benjamin. Our father, that's probably going to kill him because he done already lost the one son. And they're talking about Joseph when they said it. And then it, and if he lose Benjamin, uh, he's an old man. He's probably going to die. So they got, got some compassion in their heart now. Uh, before, they didn't worry about their father when they sold Joseph and, and, and the situation they did with him. They went and got a blooded uh, clothes, that coat, and put blood on it, and took it to him, and and and, and he uh, was so upset about losing Joseph. But they planned all that. But now they did. They, they got a compassion in their heart that they love not only their father, but they love Benjamin too. And so they have changed over the years. And let's know that time uh, uh, bring about a change in, in a lot of us. Yeah. Comments from anybody? Okay. He provides through Joseph. So now it says, And thou hast dwelt in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me, and thy children, and thy children's children, and their flocks, and their herd, and all that thou hast. So, uh, they got made this. Uh, uh, he's trying to build this relationship with his with his brothers, and 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 to make it even better, uh, he wants to keep his family near, and provide for them an opportunity for them to strive in society. So he lets them know that uh, uh, tells his brothers, uh, I want you to leave Canaan, and I want you to come here. And how many times have have that happened? That Maybe somebody went to Dallas or Houston or somewhere, and, and they came back and they tell their family, uh, 
uh, I, I can get you a job in Houston or Dallas, and and you can make more money. You can come live with me till you get on your feet, and and things get better for you. So he does that with his family. He says, not only do you uh, doing this phantom, not only can you come here and buy grain, but that's not what I want you to do. He says, I want you to come here and live because I, I, I got some power here. And I'm going to give you the land in Goshen. And Goshen is not uh, is some of the best land in Egypt. It, it, it fed off of the Nile River, and it's some of the richest farmland around. And it's perfect for growing crops and, and, and feeding animals. So he gave them a prime uh, uh, piece of land for them to live on. And, and let them know that I'm going to take care of you. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Uh, uh, let them know that, uh, uh, well, really, like again, like Jesus, he's going to supply your every need. You ain't got to have to worry about nothing. Uh, that's just how good a brother I'm going to be to you. I'm going to take care of all your needs. Uh, you ain't going to have to worry about nothing. And... So uh, I got you covered. I got you covered. And then verse 11, he's uh, going to show a genuine act of, compa- of compassion. He said, and there will be, uh, there will I nourish you. For ye there for five years of famine, list thou in thy household, and all that thou hast come to property. In other words, the, the second promise Joseph gives his family is that they, he would provide for their well-being, which is a genuine act of compassion. In other words, I got all this uh, you cared for, and I'm in a position to fulfill that promise. I ain't just making no olive promises to you. I'm making some general, some some things that I can provide for you. Uh, in other words, again, like uh, G- he's acting like Jesus, and he says, I'm going to provide all your every need. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to provide all your every need. You ain't going to have to worry about nothing. And it gives us a, a, a special attention to see that, that, that they ain't going to have to worry about nothing. And it lets you know how our family can be sometimes is that we don't have to gloat just because we got a buck of two nickels that, that rub together. We can, we can still have a show of need for our family and that we don't have to become uh, uh, overwhelmed by that we are blessed. In other words, we can still be humble even though God has blessed us. Uh, and, and that we can still look at the uh, uh, hardships that our family is going through and still lift them up as best we can. We can always help each other. And then verse uh, 12 and 13, he says, And behold, your eyes sees and your eyes of my brother's Benjamin, that it is my mouth that speaketh unto you. And you should tell my father in all my glory in Egypt, and all that you have seen, and you shall hasten, bring down my father hither. In other words, go back and tell my father all that you have seen and all that has happened, and, and, and bring him down to me. In other words, again, if you want to look at it like Christ, him being kind of like Christ, he done told him, go tell the people about who I am. 
and let them tell them who is the best example of of uh, that can spread the good news about Christ, but somebody that has uh, that he has touched their lives. So that he, I don't touch your lives. You go back and tell everybody else who I am and what I'm about. Uh, so he puts that on his brother's heart. And then uh, verse 14, uh, he wanted to uh, demonstrate a little humility and, and acceptance. He says, and he fell upon Brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept upon his neck. In other words, he, he's still showing the compassion and love that he has for each other. Uh, he ain't holding back. He, he's, he's, he's letting his heart speak for him. Uh, he's not trying to be king. He's trying to be a brother. Uh, he's trying to have a relationship with his brothers and and, and, and his father when he gets there, and he's letting them know that uh, he genuinely loved them. And then verse 15 says, Moreover, he kissed all his brothers and wept upon them, and after that his brethren talked with him. In other words, he ain't making Brent Benjamin special. He did that to all his brothers. He he he, he ain't made one special over the other, although him and Benjamin got the same mama. They all got the same daddy. So, but but he has a relationship with all of them. Uh, so it shows that uh, if we keep God in our life and, and we lo- have genuine love in our hearts, we can uh, have a re- restore a broken relationship and, and we can uh, mend it and get back on the right path. Comments from anybody? Okay, God wants to put into practice the principles on how to resolve family conflict and to do what is required to reestablish and maintain a wholesome family relation. It takes love and sincere effort on our part to become a reconciled family, and it takes even more genuine effort to maintain it. God will empower us to do it when we only make the effort to accomplish it. So if we have the the love in our heart to try and pray to God for guidance, he can can provide what we need to mend relationships. And that's what all I have. Amen. All right. Amen. Uh, thank you. Love prevails over all. Love, love is really powerful. Love, uh, love went on the cross for us. Love died for us. Love got up for us. So love prevails over all. So thank you, uh, teacher. Thank you, students, for a uh, great job on tonight, as always. You talking about I coming in late? I'm sorry, I missed everything. Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But see, I'm, I'm working. I'm sorry, y'all. I apologize. <laughs> first, you be last. Last, you be first, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, not making it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm glad I made it though. 
to hear everyone. Are you just coming on now? Coming on. Yes, sir. Say hello. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Chris. Hello. Hi. Hi. That's all family. <laughs> hey, uh, I believe this is our last uh, lesson in this book. I think it uh, goes out yes. Uh, yes, this it week. Is. Uh, the books, the books are here. Okay, okay, all right. Hey, which which book is it? This is. Uh, I have to go down here and get the box. I open it. I think it's adult Christian life. It's adult yeah. Christian life. Right. Uh huh. Uh, R R H R H Boyd. Oh, okay. It's it's Okay. It's a public it's a commentary that we be dealing with. Yeah. Okay. I thought yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah. But uh, thank you, uh, well, brother Chris. We dealt with uh, love avail over all. Amen. From uh, chapter forty-three. Verses, uh, and uh, uh, 45 verses, uh, 1 through 15. That's yes, what sir. we deal with. That's what we deal with tonight. Love available overall. Amen. Uh, Amen. Uh, Amen. Ma'am. Okay. Uh, that, that, uh, way, you have anything else? No, sir. Okay. Anyone else have any uh, requests or anything else tonight? Start to open the book. Tell them what the next lesson is going to be. Go get the book. Okay. So we'll we'll come by and get a book. Uh, this weekend, sometime before next month. Well, I, I have an account with Boy. I just need to see which book it is for sure. Then. Okay. And I know if we align with kind of where they are, I know they put out like a video every week about the lesson. Okay. Yeah, we tend to sometimes we're a week ahead of where they are on the on the lesson. Okay. 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 Anyone else have anything else? Someone was trying to get the uh, next week lesson book. Uh, let's share with uh, Brother Chris. She's looking. Oh, it's all day right here. What was your run up? Hey, cousin, just show me a uh, picture of the cover. That's all. 
Yeah, just shoot me a picture of the cover and I'll get in line with you. Okay. All right. Uh, let us continue to pray for everybody like we do every day, every week. And, uh, if there are any special requests or anything uh, that draw to our attention. Well, it was. Go ahead. Um, it was a, a question asked, um, and good evening, everyone, again. Um, I, I think that it's some, some people that would like to send money to Wanda Grove Baptist Church, but was needing an alternate um, way of paying. Brother Anthony... You you saw that, right? Yes, ma'am. And uh, and so and I believe you know it would be good for Walnut Grove to have something similar um, to either PayPal or all these other different forms of online paying. I'm not uh, big on all of them, but I am familiar with Cash App and PayPal. And so um, it'll be good if we start discussing, you know, especially when people are, are asking. Uh, they would send money, but um, a more up-to-date form of pay isn't available. And I understand that, you know, folks may not want to have their personal information online. Um, PayPal asks for a little more information, but PayPal is a little safer than some of the others. Um, so in terms of money, like if, because it is electronic, if somebody were to do something, try to do something bad, PayPal is probably the easiest to get money back on. And so, yeah. Uh, you know, that's why I was pushing PayPal. But I do think, you know, I, I understand the security concerns folks have. If, you know, if they'd like me to do that, you know, I'd be open to doing that. But, you know, just, but I understand that y'all as a finance committee have to decide that. So. What about Zelle? Isn't Zelle another secure you have to do that when that's not even an app technically it's technically this too well as fargo but technically or i think chase but technically it is less secure than paypal oh really yeah uh with um i'm not familiar with all the other ones i have um paypal but the way I have my PayPal set up, I have my PayPal set up with um, a prepaid account. That way, if I were to lose anything, it would be prepaid. So if anybody were to find it, it's prepaid, and it was would be nothing they could, you know, they couldn't do nothing with it unless I actually added money to that account because it's all prepaid. Right. And I know from but an organization I, standpoint with the church, 
you know, the, the part of the issue is the person's got to, somebody has to put their social to verify that this is a real uh, person who's yeah. setting the account. And so, you know, I know some folks may not be comfortable with that, um, putting their information on there. Um, like I said before, um, you know, if you are okay with me setting up the account, I'd be okay putting mine on there. But, um, you know, again, that's something that the committee has to decide. Um, but I, I think that it would, particularly because we have so many people who grew up in the church who now live in other places, I think it would be, a lot of people don't use checks. I know a lot of people here use checks, but a lot of people elsewhere don't use checks. And I think that would be right. a way for us to at least get ties, but not just ties, but cemetery dues, um, homecoming, all those kind of things. Uh, so I know it's 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 different, but I do think it will it will help the church in the long run. And that's true. Yeah. Uh what I have to say on that, uh, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. But uh, as we said, we had to get with uh, Mr. Burchett, uh, for Ray, uh, and the deacons, and I. But uh, we'll we can talk. And uh, my my philosophy for just here and right now, those that desire can use PayPal, and then those that uh, still not uh, stay with it can use the other method. We can use two methods. That's right. I think the issue is is just for us on on the church end, who's going to put their social to set up the account. I think that's the that's going to be the issue. I think some of the folks did not want theirs on there, so mm -hmm. so that's that's the piece that we have to decide on. So, like uh, I said, if y'all want me to set it up, if y'all give me the information, I can put mine on it. So just, you know, just let me know. But, you know, again, that's something that you all would need to approve. Yeah, I see what you're saying. One central person, I, I see what you're saying. One central person set up the account because it would have to be one central Right. And it's not like it's yeah. it's not to me in terms of me having access to any money. It's just because it, it literally goes straight to the bank. So yeah. it, yeah. it's just a matter of they have to make sure that there's a real person associated with right. the account. Yeah, but, I, I think I, but I, have, I would have no contact with any funds. Yeah, that's right. That is correct. Yeah. I, I follow you. I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. well, uh, but that's with anything. Whenever you're dealing with banks or, or any type of financial, uh, to verify that you are the person, they want to know your social security number. Yeah. To make sure it's legitimate. I understand. Well, uh, that uh we'll 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 get back with you uh quickly on that. Uh we like I said, and like Brother Anthony just said, we're with the deacons, Stavin and the uh financial uh I mean, Sister Birchett and Uncle Ray and us 
we'll uh and we'll talk within that. Is that okay? Yes, sir. But uh, thank you, Ian, for bringing it up. But like I said, just I'm 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 here to help. So if you need me to be that person, I can be that person. But ultimately, it's, it's y'all's decision. Okay. Right, I, I understand that. I understand that. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Burchett, you still on? Yes, sir. I'm still here. Okay, okay. Uh, 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 Deacon Wade, you, you still there? Yes, sir. Okay, y'all, y'all understand what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes, I understand. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. We. Uh, just give it, we had to do, uh, like we always say, business way, uh, get with the uh, finance committee first and the deacons, and I, then we'll go from there, okay? Okay. Is that, is that mm-hmm. suitable for everybody? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, sir. Okay. All right. And we will get back with y'all on that, okay? Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you all so much. Okay. If there's nothing else, we're going to leave with prayer. Uh, Father God, we thank you for this night. We thank you for this gathering. We thank you for just being God all by yourself. We thank you for everything that has transpired here on tonight. We ask that you continue to bless the Walnut Grove family. Now, on the bless every church door that stands wide open in thy name. Please heal, deliver, and set free. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnut grove giving thank you so much and we'll see you in the next episode